Will's not in his bunker today. Uh, no, I am. <laughs> He's in the old Clint's Reptiles studio. Oh, is that right? Uh, That's where you used to film it? Where do you film it now? In a store? Uh, in the uh, reptile room, yeah. Cool. Where is that? What city? Springville. Okay. So when do you film those? On Fridays? Thursday nights. <laughs> what was this week's episode? That we filmed or that went live? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. We did not film any. Okay. Uh, what went live was Mink. And we did a collaboration with Joseph Carter, the Mink Man. And, I've, uh, I've seen his YouTube videos, actually. <laughs> They're pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he's, he's local, and we uh-huh. hung out with him for a day. And, and he went to the reptile room, and we filmed a, a mink video. It was, uh, it was interesting. That's awesome. That's so random. Yep. <laughs> That's like your part-time job now. It's, it, it feels like it. <laughs> it's more than a hobby. You get paid for it. Yeah. Where's Paul at, guys? Uh, text him. Yell at him. Anthony's on it. Oh, so I texted Jared, and he didn't respond. So <laughs> we'll keep holding out hope for that one, but nothing yet. Hi. You know, that puts pressure on you, Jeb. I hope you got one in the in the hopper. Uh, I do. A couple. Oh, good. So, yeah, I've got like four or five to choose from. <laughs> And one of them I don't want to watch, but I want to know everyone's opinion on. <laughs> if that makes sense. What's that? I want to know that one. Oh, it's uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I want to know everyone's. Yeah, yeah. I want to know everyone's opinion on that. Such I really like movie. that movie. You like it? Mm-hmm. Love it. It's so fun, but Scott Pilgrim is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It is a little problematic. <laughs> that is true. No, I read the graphic novels too, too, not that long ago, and they were really good. How does it compare? It's pretty similar, actually. It, uh, I think they made the movie between the fifth and sixth graphic novel, so it kind of diverges a little bit at the end, but it's still pretty similar. Yeah, I really like. I've read a couple of his other ones too. The guy that I don't read a lot of graphic novels, but his are really good. He has another one called Lost at Sea and one called Seconds. They have sort of the same uh, tone, I guess, as Scott Pilgrim. That's fun. I don't know if I love it. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, um, well, it, it's it's a bad opinion, so we don't need to hear it's it. It's an opinion. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fun visually with all the cuts and the edits and the things. But I think it's I don't know. I I've, I my first time sawing I saw it was last year I think when it was on that still on Netflix. But came out on Netflix last year and I'm like I think 10 years ago I would have loved this and right now it's not for me and so I don't have any nostalgia banked up on it and it wasn't like around in my life and then I just see it the first time and I'm 35 years old like I think I'm I'm this is this one passed me (laughs) or I passed I can see that I can see that. I think we should just jump in. He's 10 minutes late. Oh, Paul. That's fine. He didn't respond to group or individual text. 
They can jump on sometime. No, I'm going to lock the room. <clears throat> so, well... Yeah. Um, oh, I guess since the last time we met, did anything fun happen to anybody? Catch up on any news? No? Anybody? No. <laughs> Everyone's exhausted? Yeah, there's like nothing going on. We're... <laughs> We're hunkering down until we can get vaccinated in a few months, so we're not doing anything. Oh, before uh, I, was... I actually left the, the house for a while, we went for cleansed reptiles. We went to the aquarium, so that was fun. <laughs> it gets you out of the house, at least. Gets, gets me out of the house. So last time, I was talking about what we do in the shadows, and this time I'll talk about what we do in the shadows again. There's a stew. Is the human friend of everybody, and he's got red cheeks, and everyone wants to eat him at first. But then he's like everyone's favorite person, and he's a movie. Yeah, in the movie. Okay. And he's a GIS analyst. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and he ex- explains like a lot of scenes that he's in. He's explaining to someone what GIS is, and it's so good. Like his friend Nick is like, he works with the computers and stuff. And he's like, yeah, geodatabases. He's like, yeah, computers and stuff. <laughs> and then he says, like, is it like Google Maps? He's like, yeah, I like Google Maps, but with more layers. <laughs> it's, oh man, it made me so happy. <laughs> like, that's what I say. I'm Stu. I have red cheeks. <laughs> Nice. So if you want to, there's a YouTube clip of just Stu explaining what GIS is uh, to everyone. You can watch that at your own time. (laughs) It's it's a compilation. (laughs) All right. Well, why did you choose this movie? Why did I choose the movie? Um, I chose the movie because Jason told me to. And it's also uh, the perfect movie. In my opinion, it's got everything. It's got uh, humor, obviously. It's got action scenes with uh, tanks and pig blood. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got romance with slow mos of girls whipping their hair. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, and it has tragedy. You know, death and uh, kind of the a peek into the pains of the system. Um. I just I just feel like it's an all around wholesome movie. Let's watch the trailer. Mary, you wanna bring it up? Yeah. And I didn't make you choose it. Uh, <laughs> you were having a hard time choosing a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you've been trying to get me to watch this movie for a while. So I think if I put mute and I cough, my microphone still picks up the cough. So on the podcast, everyone will hear me cough, but I haven't tested that theory. All right. Fun. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Ricky Baker. He is a baddie. A youth court regular. But we're hoping that this change of scene will help straighten them out. You hungry? That's a silly question, isn't it? Look at you. <laughs> Ricky Baker, now you are 13 years old. You are a teenager and you're as good as gold. Ricky, this is heck. You can call him uncle if you like. No, I can't. Well, I told me to tell you that you should give me something to do. Is there anything you want me to do? Yeah. Leave me alone. Cool. You ever been up in that jungle before? There's about a million hectares of it, buddy. It's easy to get lost. You lost? Oh. I'm amazed how lost you are. We got no choice but to camp out here for a few weeks. Where are you, Ricky Baker? More on this massive national manhunt. Faulkner is cork Asian. Well, they got that wrong because you're obviously white. You're going to jail, you pervert. What you call me? Yeah, pervert. No!
cool. So what do we do now? We run. No, we don't need to run. Huh? Oh, yeah. This is fast walk. <laughs> Gonna be rough. No huts, no tents, real bush life. And if you play up, I dump you. Okay, Uncle. I'd still prefer if you don't call me Uncle. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? What's the fastest way out of here? Jetpack! Do you share the jetpack? No. What? We're offering $10,000 to anyone who can capture them. Dead or alive? Oh. Alive. They should be alive. Frumpy! Oh, she's a bit frumpy around here. Oh. That was Ricky. Ricky! Ricky! Oh. Isn't that who did this? Tell them it was the water people. The water people? I'll never stop running. Yeah, and I'll never stop chasing you. I'm relentless. I'm like the Terminator. I'm more like Terminator than you. I said at first you're more like Sarah Connor. In, in the first movie too, before she could do chin-ups. <laughs> there she is. With a hair wavy. That's good, Will. It was way yeah. fun. Good. Where's Paul's lecture? Okay, I thought we had a format in place. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Whoa. That's bold. Coming in hot. That's bold. Coming in hot. I really liked it. it was Me cool. and Jason watched it together. Oh, yeah? You didn't watch it with Karen? With Care Bear? We, so, I don't know why Will insisted upon this. Uh, Karen and I watched it. Will and Michelle watched it. We, for some reason, put on Zoom so that they could hear us laugh and we could hear them laugh. So you had a watch party? <laughs> we had a watch party, yeah. I like it. But the echo was horrible, so we just turned off our sound and just listened to it through the Zoom. <laughs> so you watched it on your TV, but listened to the audio through Jason's Zoom. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible experience. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great idea. But it was worth it hearing Jason laugh. Mm-hmm. Am I a good laugher? Mm-hmm. So that was your first time seeing it in there? Yeah. I have never seen it. Who had seen it before? I, mean, I had. I saw it. Did you see it, Anthony? I had not seen it previously. It's, it held up. I saw it like, I don't know, two years ago or so. Yeah, me too. My mom recommended it to me, which usually means I'm not going to like the movie. Mm-hmm. And this was an odd one that actually was really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. And it was a little bit uh, extreme at some points. Like when Bella was just jumped in after a bore. And it was just like intense, I guess. And then like it was good. Oh, I'd say it dragged a little bit in the middle, but not too much. And then the end was a little bit fantastical with like, I love Reese Darby and Psycho Sam was fun, but I don't know if it really belonged in the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, so this was a high effort month for me because I read the book. Oh wow! And I made I made Phoebe. It's pretty short. It, it was like well, I listened to it. It was like a four hour audio book in a New Zealand accent. So uh-huh. like yeah, of course I'm gonna listen to that. Um, <laughs> but it was no, it was really really good. It was like the whole time, and I'm worried that this is gonna make any of my comments really boring. But like the whole time I was watching the movie, I'm like, oh, this is what they changed. That's what they changed, which isn't a very interesting conversation to have, you know. But like Psycho Sam, like all, all of the things that you're talking about, Chad, like feel like things that are a result of the adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like the middle dragged, but in the book, like 
the middle was most of the book. Like they're going from hut to hut trying to survive and talking about what they hunted and how they made it through this day. And in the movie, that's just like a montage because in a movie, that's not interesting. Yeah. I'm like Psycho Sam was an amalgamation of like two different characters in the book that were like both really like calm, level-headed, like they're the only people in the world that were on their side. And in the movie, it's like way more interesting to have, you know, somebody that's crazy that dresses up as a bush it's like I think it's I think they made like the right decisions uh-huh. most of the time in adapting it, but I think a lot of those things are just kind of that's what happens when you take a book and turn it into a movie. Yeah, like so, the, the army range and the test. And... Yeah, like none of that was in the book. Like they in, in the end, they just kind of turn themselves in. Uh-huh. They decide that like enough people are on their side that like he'll go to jail for six months and Ricky will go to some other foster home for six months, and then when they get get out, they'll like go find their exotic extinct bird you know so that was in the book the bird part uh-huh that was a much bigger part of the book like that was their their big plan <laughs> but but it was a good book like it was like my side of the mountain kind of like survival kids book uh-huh. and if you like that kind of thing like it's definitely yeah, like the hatchet stuff. yeah yeah Ryan's winter i didn't read that one <laughs> <laughs> it was a sequel I, oh man but was the uh the uh, girl and her dad in the book at all? Mm-mm. I no, thought that they, was a that great part, addition. Like that part, that was a fun yeah, part. Yeah, that part happens, but he just goes and finds a farmer's house and like is too scared and skittish to like go in. And he gets back to the hut before the helicopter shows up and they like watch it from afar. So there were things like that that like I think that was a really good addition. I'm glad they put that in. What about the humor and like Ricky's personality? Was that in the book? Yeah, but not as much. Like, you can see Taika Waititi's fingerprints all over the movie, which I like a lot. I think he's hilarious. So I think, yeah, it was good. But there's some of it for sure. Like, it's it's a funny book. And that Ricky Baker birthday <laughs> song is so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, one thing I liked from the, book, from the movie was uh, I, I really like movies with character development, and obviously this one had huge character development, but I felt like uh, Heck and Ricky were kind of going in opposite directions. Like, Heck was already very independent, self-sufficient, and throughout the movie he learns how to be dependent. Because even married to Bella, he um, he's ready to go out on his own. But by the end, like, he's accepting a house, you know, living with Ricky... He has nowhere to go, and, and so, like, huge trans- transformation for him. And then Ricky, of course, uh, I feel like it, you might think that what this kid needs is, like, nurturing, and he gets that from Bella, but he doesn't really develop as a person until he learns how to be independent and have heck depending on him. So they're both kind of, Ricky's kind of trying to become more independent, and heck is becoming more dependent, and that's what really cures them and heals them as, as people. Uh, that's what I thought. Keep on going, Will. What else you no, got? Any more notes? I'm sure Jason does. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> we have, uh, Anthony has been literally mute this entire time. <laughs> I it it was I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, huge Taika Waititi fan. Humor was great. Um, one of my sons is adopted through the foster care system, um, and so uh, it was. <laughs> I I just don't know what I have to say, just because it it like it was really hard to watch in a lot of ways, uh, just because. Uh, those things are particularly poignant for me. Like when when Bella tells Ricky, like, "Sorry, it took so long for us to find you." Like, I almost turned the movie off at that point. Just, um, yeah, just uh, more poignant uh, than just because it hits a lot of hits a lot of hits a lot of notes that hit home. But 
Okay, I'll go through my list. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, I really liked it. Um, first off, I I went out of my way to uh, to try to view the movie like I normally view a movie, and not like how I view a movie for Movie Club, um, because I, I've the the last couple movies <laughs> I haven't like they ruined it like I'm like I'm gonna write this note down and, and like it takes me out of the movie I don't get lost in the movie so I I did a better job of that and got more lost I wouldn't say full full loss but I got more lost in the movie and that was that was good and did you watch I it and the second time I should have I didn't though I didn't have time to watch it a second time um, I loved how they it's called hunt for the wilder people i was like what the heck does that even mean i love that they like wilder beast wilder, i don't know i love that it was fun um this the spinning camera shots where like you know ricky would pop up and do go this way and what while he did that he'd pop up and go this way i love that i don't know why it was just a fun, yeah, fun, fun shot fun montages uh, that unexpected death, man. You go around a corner and bam, Bella's dead. Like that was, I was not expecting that. And, and, uh, Sam Neill's whatever, whatever his, uh, heck his reaction. Like I, yeah, that, that, uh, that's crazy. Uh, it hit me. Uh, Okay, Psycho Sam. Let's were your, talk about Psycho were Sam. your eyes dry, though? My eyes were dry. Oh, man, Mayor. You got to soften that lose, heart. I didn't fully lose myself. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Psycho Sam. He was kind of like a, uh, like, oh, the government's out to get me kind of guy, right? Yeah. Why the heck would he fiddle with the freaking cell phone and get it to work? <laughs> And get it and say, look, I got five bars or whatever he said. No, he would like smash that thing with the freaking sledgehammer. No way. So they could make a bottle Come on. Yeah, no. That bugged me. <laughs> um by the way, uh the bush has magical healing powers. That's pretty cool. Because uh he broke his freaking leg and all he had to do was hang out in the bush and it just healed itself and he was able to friggin' run with it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, yep. Uh, so Will touched on, and we we kind of had like a little mini mini pre uh, movie club session after, because then my wife and his wife got to to chime in. Uh, old man's journey versus the building the kids' confidence. That was fun. Um, uh, I think Will, maybe you mentioned this, or I don't know who. Maybe your wife. Uh, the pig scenes compared uh it kind of talks about the kids confidence like the the pig scene at first where where bella goes out and cuts the pig and there's blood everywhere and and he faints the kid faints and then and then the pig later on where he he he, you know gains that confidence and uh, stands in front of the pig and shoots it just the 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 contrasting between those two scenes was kind of cool um, I want to live in a place that has random cabins for for random people to go stay in on a whim. Yeah, like I want. Why is that a thing? That sounds great. And why is that not a thing here? I want to go to New Zealand on a like a backpacking trip and stay in those cabins. <laughs> that'd be way fun. Yes, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> um. That's what Rachel did for four months. She did the uh, study abroad with BYU in 2004 and just traveled around New Zealand and <laughs> stayed in random places and hiked and kayaked awesome. and just outdoor adventures for four months. That's stinking awesome. Um, th- so what did she think uh, watching this movie? Did it like... Uh, uh, she's like... I think I've been there, <laughs> like Wellington and stuff like that. She's like, Wellington is the most beautiful city in the world. 
That's funny. No, she liked it both times. We watched it last night. Uh, Will, I have a note, and this may have been from your earlier comment, but it was uh, willing willing to take charity and willing to accept help from others. Um, maybe it was it has to do with uh, Heck's journey, his his uh, willingness to to not not be so independent. But I, that always strikes me because I suck at taking charity and, and help from others, and so like I can always see myself in in people like Heck and being like kind of shut off and not willing to to take that help and that charity. So. Um, they both needed a home. It's great. Yes. I didn't like how uh, they didn't have tents. Like, you know how rainy and green it is there? How can you? I'll bet. Yeah. You know how dirty well, it is? Well, they had a tarp. They had a tarp. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? It snowed. Yeah, and that's snow. That would, I'm like, I would freeze to death. It's like 50 degrees outside and I'm so cold. <laughs> like the frost covered grass was really pretty but looked really cold it looked really fake some the, of it did the whole the snow scene that bugged me sorry it did. um does i mean i don't know what area were they in does it snow there yeah it's new zealand i don't know it's where the Lord of the Rings was filmed. Oh, the best there's part. Lots of... They were hiding behind that bush. <laughs> and the, those, those policemen were going by. And he's like putting the ring on his finger. It's like the Lord of the Rings. That was so good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, do you think they're like really proud of that movie because it was filmed in New Zealand? Yeah, for sure. I think they are, yeah. It's like a huge driving force in their tourism economy and all that stuff. Like it's it's a big deal down there. Yeah, and there well, a lot of people were extras in it or somehow involved. Fun times, world rings. What else you got, Mayor? Uh, I love the uh, the scene, the funeral scene, with uh, how do you say his Thai. Taika Waititi. I didn't love it. I suck at his name. I loved the door, the door speech. Those behind the door, it's not vegetables. It's another (laughs) door, and behind that door is Jesus. Because he's tricky that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I like I like how uh, he's always in his movies, or at least the few that I've seen. and it reminds me of M. Night Shem Dingno and how don't he's you, always... Don't you ever compare those two. And how he's <laughs> always in it. But sometimes it bugs me how M. Night is in his. Like, I wish it was less... I think... I wish it was more subtle uh, for M. Night. But I liked... Well, I liked the three appearances that I've seen of... Of uh, of him, Tai Taika Waititi. What movies? Which have you ones seen? have you seen? Uh, Thor. Or Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Love it. Uh, and this one, obviously, and then um, Mandalorian. Yeah, he was a stormtrooper. No, he was the uh, assassin nurse uh, droid. Okay. So there are a couple others of his that he plays a much more prominent role. Like I watched Boy since the last meeting because Paul was saying it was really good and it was the only one of his like films that I hadn't seen. Yeah. And he plays a huge part in that one. And then in Jojo Rabbit, he plays Hitler, the little kid's imaginary friend. And I don't know, like I think that he's really funny and I really like him, but I feel like he's just so wacky that when I get that much of him, it's like I almost wish that he could get a different actor and, like, transfer some of his wackiness to that other actor through his directing instead of being, like, all the way over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of torn on it because I really, really like him, and I love both of those movies for different reasons, but I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really torn about 
him playing such a big role in them. In what we do in the shadows, he's less wacky than the other two vampires. So he's kind of like the straight man almost, which uh-huh. is which is completely absurd because it's it's he's still way wacky. That's fun. Did he direct that one too? Yeah. Well, him and uh, and what's his name? Ermain. They co-wrote. And I don't know who directed it. Let's do. GIS analyst. I don't remember a lot about that movie, but I remember Stu was the best part. Stu's the best and part. I, re- I remember when the werewolves start swearing and he says, hey, we're not swearwolves, we're werewolves. <laughs> and that was the other best joke. Yeah, and that was Reese Darby. He's great. Uh-oh. I loved it when they're chilling at that girl's house. She's playing the guitar. This is original. And then she starts singing like a Bob Marley song or something. (laughs) (laughs) This is original. I wrote it. And then they're just talking and it's like talking about their life and if he ever wanted to see your mom or and things like that. If he ever wanted to see his mom. And they're just talking and then all of a sudden the dad pitches in and it pans over and he's just on the couch in the same room. I'm like, that's, of course the dad would be there. Dad wouldn't like leave the kids alone. He's just hanging out with them and just being quiet. But they're just having a conversation while there's an adult in the room. But he, I mean, an adult that wants to take selfies and that's completely ridiculous. And man, I love that family. Just living out on the farm with your horse in the middle of New Zealand. Yeah. I want to go hang out with those that family and play some guitar and, <laughs> and watch rugby. Eat some sausages. Eat some sausages. Yeah, lots of sausages. <laughs> All right, we need more deep thoughts. Yeah, are you done with your list? your list, Jason? That's my list. That's all I got. Remember, I I took I made the list after the movie. So what do you think I, about I, the ending? I love the ending. That referencing what Will said, there's that symmetry. Uh, about uh, the car chases, were you okay with that? It was a fantastical. It sound it felt like out of a child's imagination, but it was fun. Yeah. Oh man, that child services lady, that news interview that she did. <laughs> no child left behind. No child left behind. <laughs> She's just. Don't know what I mean. <laughs> He'll know what I mean. He's like, do you know the cost of that corrugated iron fence? <laughs> I, I can tell you. I mean, I know it's just for a movie, but having worked with, um, with the foster care system, a caseworker would not have that many roles. Like, like, like she would not be the person who both like uh, orients a kid to the family. <laughs> And chases them with law enforcement <laughs> and like talks to the media like a caseworker would never do all of those. I like at the end how they kind of call that out when she's like trying to read him his Miranda rights. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, You're not the police. We don't do that in New Zealand. <laughs> That's an American thing. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, she was hilarious. Oh, what? Oh, I've got a couple other things on my list. So I thought that, like, Taika Waititi did a good job of, like, having elements that he used sort of as shorthand for other things. Like, he has the hot water bottle that is, like, the shorthand of his love. Like, that's the symbol that, like, shows that, you know, he really cares about him. And then when she's gone, when he tries to heat it up over the fire, like, is just kind of the flip side of that, that, like, that's just not, it's gone, you know. And I feel like that, like they play it for laughs, but it was really good, um, just way of communicating that. And the other one that I thought was really good and also hilarious was the haikus that he uses as like shorthand for being able to like process your emotions. And then at the end, um, his uncle recites a, a haiku, kind of symbolizing that he's finally able to process some of those emotions. Um, 
I think that Taika Waititi in this one and in a lot of his other movies does a really good job of like directing children or like young teenagers. Like Boy had so many really good um, performances from like little kids. I don't know how people do that, but he's really really good at it. Um, then the other thing, I, I guess, like Jason and William were kind of talking about this a little bit, but like. I don't even know what I was thinking about it, but just the idea of having, like, this male character that is so, like, closed off and doesn't show his emotions at all. And I feel like that's, like, one of the big problems with masculinity in today's society is, like, people don't feel free to share any emotion that isn't, like, anger um, or happiness, I guess. But um, I I don't know. Like, I, I think it's... In this case, it's just kind of telling a story that has that person as a character. It's not really a commentary of it. But I think that same character is, like, so problematic in, like, romantic stories or something where somebody's trying to, like, get this person to open up and change. But, like, in real life, that doesn't always happen, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. That's just something that it kind of made me think about is just, you know, that that tendency in males in today's society to just not be able to like express emotion and like how do I feel about that and you know is that really a reflection do you just need like some really hilarious little 13 year old to teach you how to love life and open up or like (laughs) how do you do that how do we fix that aspect of our society I don't know and that's the end of my list so I'm I'm out of discussion points. The other thing I have on my list is just like all of the little things they changed from the book to the movie, and I'm not going through that. Let's hear, let's hear it. I want to hear it. Really? Uh, let's hear like five of them. Okay. Um, the dog in the book was not named Tupac. It was named Willie. Okay. I like Tupac better. Um, Good change. Yeah. Well, the the book was written in '86 or something. So it didn't have, like, the cell phone or any of that stuff either. Wait, hold on. What year was this supposed to be set in? Because a 13-year-old would not be rocking it to Tupac. Well, he had Just... a, a brick phone, and maybe yeah. he would. It's New Zealand. You don't know what they listen to. <laughs> <laughs> what, was it? what did we call it? The crunk life? Or the, no, the... Crux. Uh... Crux life? No. Uh... Started with an S, didn't it? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Skux. Skuck's life. Skux. Whatever that is. Oh, Skuck's life. You looking it up, Mayor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Sean? Um, they changed the ant a lot. Like, in the movie, she was, or in the book, she was just kind of like a pretty typical, like, loving mother female character. And in the movie, she was this, like, wild lady that slits pigs' throats and stuff like that. Um, I think I liked her more in the movie. She wasn't much of a character in the book. But also, like, in the book, she's just this sort of relatable, like, motherly presence that I think, I don't know, I just related it to it in a different way. Um, like, one of the main things, so one of the characters that they kind of amalgamated into Psycho Sam was this guy, Robbie, that, like, finds their camp, and they don't trust him at first. But then they decide that, like, he's on their side, so they go and visit him, like, at his house. Um, and he was one of the better parts. He was kind of like the touch, like the touchstone with, um, like, the outside world. Um, so there are a couple scenes with him, and this is probably going to be the last change I want to talk about. But, like, when they first go to his house, like, Ricky goes in to take a shower, and he looks in the mirror and for the first time realizes that he's thin and he gets so excited he comes out and he's just going I'm thin I'm thin I'm thin and like it's just like the most joyous moment because he was this fat dark skinned boy that nobody likes and I was like oh but I'm a thin dark skinned boy now like people people will like me now and you just like gain so much confidence over the course of the novel but like specifically in that moment um, but then like the, the big difference from the book to the movie with this Robbie character is the epilogue is from his point of view, like he finds these writings that Ricky had put together and had like turned it into this book. 
and the epilogue is like you know the book is like all their adventures and them going out and all the stuff that they did and the epilogue is like i found them and their like clothes were in tatters and they smelled bad and they were acting like animals and like exchanging glances with everything i said like it's just this completely different perspective from the rest of it um to kind of show like how savage they had become without really realizing it and then um after they get back together at the end and you know they go out into the wilderness like he's saying they never came back like he leaves it open-ended like he thinks that they're dead out there in the bush but maybe they're not like it's just so much darker of an oh, ending. Wow. <laughs> but, um, but i don't know but i i, I kind of liked it because it <clears throat> grounded it in reality a little bit like there's all this fantastical stuff that's going on and it's like okay that's the experience that they had like they had this this wild experience but like from anyone else's point of view like it was not this pretty little adventure it was pretty gritty so yeah i missed the robbie character and then everything else is just like little changes like the wrong dog died which is kind of a big deal because it's like does the boy's dog die or does the uncle's dog die like that affects you different emotionally just little things like that but it's like why did they make that change they take those ashes up to like the lake in the sky nope no it was just she was more of a plot point really like you know they both had broken hearts and it gave them a, a reason to leave and in the book um they were it was like actually his aunt and uncle like i think he'd gone through the foster system to a couple homes but then they were like the last people that were like all right we'll take him because they were blood so that was like a big part of it it wasn't like oh, these two strangers, like, have affected each other's lives. It's like, oh, you know, we're family, and that means we love each other, which is kind of a completely different take home. Interesting. Oh, man. Well, you, you did your part, Sean. You did the deep dive. I, I, I made Phoebe read it, too, uh-huh. and she watched it with me, and she said the book is better than the movie. Oh, wow. And I think I agree, but only because the book is kind of always better than the movie. Yeah. But... I really liked the movie. What was it? It was a man in the high castle where the Nazis in Japan win World War II. That book is not very good. (laughs) Really? Every Philip K. Dick uh, adaptation is better as the movie. (laughs) That's true. He's not a very good author. He's got good ideas, though. That's all, uh, Anthony. That's I, all you're gonna you're gonna come in with that, and then you're gonna put yourself on mute again. I really like you guys. It is like it was really hard for me to watch. Like I like it. Like yeah, my, it was like I just couldn't think. Of, I was just thinking about my own life the whole time. Yeah. Even though, even though, like we didn't like run away into the wilderness. <laughs> Doing it wrong, evidently. <laughs> Thankfully, the legal system was on our side of things. Well, good. Good choice, guys. Fun movie. That's fun. Yeah, that was a lot more fun to watch than Bright Star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like make... I, the more you comment on that, I'm gonna make it like just you're gonna more choose. and more difficult for you, for you're you gonna, to watch every recommendation. You're I make. Gonna, on your next recommendation, you're gonna just go down deeper into that bright star rabbit hole. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I really liked Bright Star, but this one was definitely more fun. Like I agree with Chad's yeah, statement. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just we're definitely gonna watch like some. Oh, I'm like thinking of some movies, like just like these art house movies that are just like the slowest things you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna choose it. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of narrowed down to two choices for January's movie. Well, before you go, mm-hmm. but, but can I just say Ricky was a gr- did a great job. Like the actor was great, so great. Yeah, I loved him. It was great. 
The Sam Neil, where's he from? Google it, Mayor. I just I just looked it up. Already did. Ireland, right? He was born in Ireland, but then they moved to uh, New Zealand when he was a kid, I guess. Okay, so that was a New Zealand accent that he was doing. I assume so. I I didn't. I don't know accents that well, so at all. I mean, he could have been doing an English accent, or well, he was kind of like a ref. He was like trying to be like this more, you know, like ref voice too, though. Okay. Yeah. The, like any accent wouldn't really come through. It was more just like the, the way of he was speaking. It could have been an American accent for all I know. <laughs> I, I think more people who are named Hector should go by Heck. Yeah. <laughs> heck. I don't know any. Hey, heck. I don't know any Hectors. You know any Hectors? Well, Anthony? More people should be named Hector. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, let's hear your movie thoughts, Chad. <clears throat> right. So, it's either a color movie or a black and white movie. What do you think, Mayor? Well, what are the options? <laughs> um, hold on. Oh, wow. One is a 1966 and one's 1965. And one's black and white and one's color. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so it's either Funeral in Berlin, and that's got Michael Caine, and that's a 1966 film, or it's The Spy Who Came In From the Cold. And they're both... I haven't seen either of those, but I just want to know if you can do more of Michael Caine's accent besides just his name. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> Have you guys good. seen that movie where the two actors just go back and yeah, forth? Yeah, The Trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the trip is I great. saw the trailer where they showed that scene. <laughs> it's more than that just scene. It's like the whole movie they're going back right. and forth. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. So, yeah, it's a World War or a Cold War spy dramas set in Berlin. And, and um, one's black and white and stark. And one is kind of like the realistic version of like a James Bond type spy, but not James Bond at all. So one of those two, and I like them both. I'll tell you what though, the black and white one is a lot more dry and, and cold, <laughs> if that makes sense. What, what merits does it like what? what things are in its favor then oh why is the spy who came in from the cold good mm -hmm. oh um why would we choose one that's more stark <laughs> and dry and cold i don't know delusion i guess it's more depressing <laughs> you guys want to go more depressing or less depressing <laughs> they're both really good or we could just go james bond and watch like from Russia with love. But no, we're not going to do that. It's going to be either Michael Caine or this other guy. What's his name? Richard Burton. That's right. It's from a John Le Carre novel. And John Le Carre wrote like uh, all the spy movies. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, Smiley's People. So I mean, they're good. They're good. Which whichever one you guys <clears throat> vote on this is literally your choice. <laughs> All right, you're on the spot right now. Okay, so I'm gonna say everyone can watch the funeral in Berlin movie. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Tis because it's got because everyone can do their best Michael Caine accents. We'll meet, we'll meet next time.
I'll, I'll practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Paul never joined, huh? All right, let's go to gallery view and go to the screen capture. And then everyone look at the camera, do a big smile. Oh, perfect, guys. Look at that. Well showing teeth. Um, yeah, and then when you watch it, I'll talk about why I chose it. And pretty much the reason why I chose it is because I love Cold War spy movies that are set in Berlin. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very specific niche. You'd be surprised. Well, he loves it. Oh, also, Cold War spy audiobooks are fun, too. Yeah, have you read a lot of the John Le Carre or Le Carre? Uh, not a lot. Some. Let's see. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. I'm not sure. It's been a while. The titles don't really stand out to me. <laughs> so maybe not. I haven't read a lot of them. I've read some of them. I'm not sure which ones. Okay, let's pick a date. Right now I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. Okay, We've pick it. Um, so January. Would, would you say, Anthony? Just that he's written lots of books so it would be a lengthy list to go through so is this like um will you're saying that friday is no good yeah uh yeah usually fridays don't work for me okay what about january either 9 or 16 any preference i've got nothing going on come on yeah <laughs> Like you could do it on Christmas Eve, and I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I could take a couple hours and have a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Turner would get really upset at me, but that's fine. 16th is more likely for me to be good. Okay. And then the 29th is my birthday. Guys, I'm going to be 37 years old. Think about that. We're all going to be turning 37. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sean. Sean's a young one. Are you? that young? Do you skip a grade or graduate? No, I was young. So I was young for my grade, but I still turn thirty-seven next year. It's just not till September. So August. Yeah. Oh wow, there. The two of you just don't know what life is yet. I guess. <laughs> you haven't lived for the months that you've lived. <laughs> All right, we'll just okay. do the sixteenth. Schedule it for that day. Seeing that time. Does anybody else have any like audiobook or regular book recommendations? Because I'm running dry. Will's reading Dune. Oh, fun. How do you like it, Will? I like it. <clears throat> do you learn about Paul Muad'Dib? Yeah. Yep. I'm about a third through it. It's kind of slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. I didn't finish I can't, Name of the Wind. I just canceled my HBO Max membership, but now I need to get it again because they're all <laughs> going to be released on HBO Max. So name it's going to be a while. So Name of the Wind started out great, and then all of a sudden he's like an orphan in the city. I'm like, that's he's supposed to be this genius kid. He's for three years, really. That's how long? Okay, sure. He's kind of like in a zoned out in his own grieving process for three years. And then all of a sudden it turns into Harry Potter and he's at wizarding school. <laughs> what? That wasn't that wasn't expected at all. And like all of a sudden he's in love with this girl. What? I didn't want to roam. This is not the book that I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's not. Did you did you quit? Yeah, I quit. Come oh on. no, I'll stick through it. No. Nope. It's, it's so good. It's not. It wasn't good. It's so good. It was my favorite. <laughs> I don't care what you signed up for. You signed up to read the book. Finish the book. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. I already turned it back into the library. Someone was waiting for it. Uh, 
makes me sad. <laughs> oh, I need recommendations for you guys for Phoebe because since the last meeting and like not in a very long period of time between the two, she read the whole Mistborn series. Like she read the first book in like three days. She just tears through books. So I don't really read fantasy, but if you guys have other similar like enormous All of Brandon Sanderson. You can't that's go wrong. kind of where I miss steering her. Yeah, he has the Stormlight Archive, too, and yeah. they just had a new book come out with it, right? My brother really wants me to I start reading the Stormlight Archive, and he talks about it every time we talk. It's so good. That's the one, then? I guess so. Well, there's... I, he's Yeah, the Way of Kings and all that is... There's, there's three of them, I think, out, and I think there's a fourth one coming out. No, it just came out. I Did read a bunch out? of the Robert Jordan I ones so. with Rand Alpore. Uh, what's that one called? Wheel of Time? Wheel of or is time. That... Yeah, I think she might like Wheel of Time if she likes yeah. the fantasy type. That was well, I read the first Wheel of Time. It was lame. Yeah, the first one wasn't that good. But I mean, <laughs> it's just like a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> Rhythm of War, November 17th. It did. Holy crap. I got to read it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Keep on going, guys. I don't have any. I'm my well's dry. I'm not a fantasy expert. Uh, you could you could have. How old is Phoebe? He is ten. Or he is. It's ten. Uh, uh, yeah, probably not the name of the wind. It's a little. Uh, there's a few parts of the book. It's a little. Yeah, and it sucks. Adult. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Mistborn's got some parts, though. Does it? Yeah. A little bit. I like this. There's no way it's like Name of the Wind. Oh, okay. It's pretty pretty bad. It's not that bad. And book There's one? No, book two, he's a young adult. For like 300 pages, he hangs out with a sex fairy. <laughs> <laughs> And this is what you're recommending me? <laughs> really good. It's it's really well written. <laughs> you and Karen read it together, Jason. <laughs> yeah, it was super awkward. <laughs> it's a really good book, though. Uh, I can't. I, I'm trying to think of other. Oh, Anthony, did you, you? Anthony, did you hear the uh, corporate policy songs? Oh no. Uh... I've been too busy, guys. I'm sorry. I meant to. I, I'm excited. I, I'm glad that I still have those to look forward to, actually. I spaced it. I should have done that. Oh, no worries. I got in a bike wreck last week. The, oh. the handlebars were loose, and I went down like a big turn, and the bike didn't turn when I wanted it to turn, and I went down and I jammed both my wrists down on the ground. <clears throat> and so, like, I can't bend my left arm, and I don't have any, like, grip strength. So I can't play the guitar, which means the recording of my Christmas album is going oh, no. It's a tragedy. <laughs> it is. A tragedy. <laughs> will, you, will you be able to play again? Or is it, yeah, or is it's it coming gone? back slowly, and but it's it's been six days and um, the first day was horrible and it's getting better slowly but I still can't I don't have full strength and it's still tender it's like when you jam your finger but I jammed my elbow it's bad <laughs> it was real bad so that's it. We got Dune on the list and then some fantasy books. What else are you reading, John? I'm so I had a goal to read 52 books this year and then coronavirus happened and I wasn't commuting so I didn't have audiobooks so I just slowed down. But recently mm -hmm. like I'm suddenly interested in reading it again so it's like okay, I need to read as many short books as possible before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um so I've been reading a lot of like graphic novels and I read Wild Pork and Watercress, which is the name of the Hunt for the Wilder People book, and lots of like short things like that. So if you want like graphic novel recommendations, um, 
I one that was surprisingly good is New Kid, which is the first graphic novel to win the Newbery Award. So it's kind of interesting to read, even if you don't care about graphic novels, because it's like, why does this have enough merit to be called the best children's book of the year? You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking through my Goodreads, and I'm kind of surprised at how many like three star and two star books I have. Like, why am I reading all these books I only kind of like? <laughs> um, but uh, one author that I've really liked everything that he's written is Willie Vlotten. I think you say his name, V-L-A-U-T-I-N. He lives in, he lives outside Portland, but he's lived like in other places in like Nevada and maybe even Utah. But he writes like about those places. So it kind of feels like modern Westerns almost because they're about the West, not because they're about like cowboys and stuff. Um, And then another one that I really have liked is um, John Williams wrote the book stoner that he's most famous for that one's about like a college professor and just kind of like his life but it's really really good it's kind of i don't know i'm not very good at describing that kind of book but he had another one that i haven't seen mentioned so much online in other places called butcher's crossing that was really good it's about this guy who like um i forget the exact premise of it but he um like funds this trek out to Colorado to hunt buffalo and get their skins. This is at like the tail end when almost all the buffalo are extinct but there's this guy telling tales about like this valley out there that has thousands of buffaloes and they can go and get rich and it's just like I don't know. I don't want to say too much about it but it's it's really it, it almost reminds me kind of of Lonesome Dove where it's like at the end of like an era but that one was really good. Sweet. So those are my recommendations. Go to the library, check it out. Oh, and Will or Jason, I got um, yesterday from the library. I'm gonna watch that. The Beatles covers. No, you can't watch it until I choose it for the next round. <laughs> you gonna choose it? Is it on your list? Have you guys seen Primer, the time travel movie? Like, saw it a long time ago. I don't really remember yeah, it. a long time ago. I just remember it being, like, really confusing, even for a time travel movie. Yeah. Even the explanations, like, there's YouTube explanations of, like, charts and, like, voiceover almost, and they show the scenes, and this is what it means. It still doesn't make much sense. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what, triple time travel? Quadruple? Like, what's going on? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. There's another spy movie with Robert Redford called uh, Three Days of the Condor. And that's fun, but it's rated R. And I could have chosen that. And there are some other movies too. So many. So many movies, guys. A lot of movies yeah. aren't streaming, so I don't know. Yeah, that's the hard part. I had a bunch of movies in mind that I was going to choose for my next one, and none of them are streaming anymore. Like, they all got removed. A lot of those old movies are streaming, though, especially on Amazon Prime. Have you ever seen uh, What's Up, Doc? It's a 70s comedy with Barbara Streisand. No, I think I've I seen part of it. I don't think I've seen it wholly through, though. I was really wanting to get that one. I couldn't find it anywhere streaming. I'd have to get it from the library, and I didn't want to put you guys through that. <laughs> I'm willing to pay two ninety nine to rent a movie. Oh. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Jason. You got saved up Amazon credits, don't you? Yeah. It's for one movie, now I'm now I'm broke. Which one did you have to do that for? Bright stars. So <laughs> Fifty cents. Insult. I should just quit the group already. <laughs> oh, who's next? No way. Who's next? Month? Or who's after me? I think it's me, right? Yeah. I don't remember. If, if unless, we're going in order, yeah. I unless we get somebody new. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good someone you they cut in line. What did you do, Sean? Last time. I did Midnight in Paris. Oh yeah. Jason didn't Jason like it. Jason didn't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well guys. Good movie, Will. I liked it. It was a fun oh. month. Yeah. I'm I think I'm gonna go check out Boy. Me too. Boy was good. I liked that one. I saw the trailer of it. It looks really good. It felt almost like, I mean, I guess it is, but it felt a lot more like a foreign film to me. Like, Hunt for the Wilder People felt like an American movie, but this one felt like it was from a different place, you know? It was really good. Yeah, fun stuff. So, yeah. Let's not be too mean to Will. Or not Will. Paul, when he comes back. <laughs> we're, we're skipping this one. And also... he's Isn't he the reason why we kicked <clears throat> it back half an hour? No, that's Will. Oh, half an hour? Yeah. I don't know. The 8.30 time. That's just the regular time now. Yeah, it works well for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time, Rachel decided to do like a girl's night the last second. I left all five kids home and I was just in here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's it. Anybody else have any final thoughts? Good movie. Yeah. And if you want to do a deep dive, you can just like watch all the Cold War Spy movies. <laughs> Probably <laughs> one that. that's everything. <laughs> you can watch Secret Taylor Soldier Spy. No, funeral in Berlin is a good is a good capture of that whole genre. So you don't have to do a deep dive, or you can watch some Michael Caine movies. There's a Michael Caine movie with Sean Connery, where they go into like in the middle of like Afghanistan or those stand countries up there, and uh, take over and become kings, and it's called The Man Who Would Be King. That's a fun one, too. It's got Sean Connery and Michael Caine. We could just go back and forth with our attempts at both of their voices. (laughs) 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 All right, cool, guys. That's it. That's the meeting. Meeting adjourned. Anybody second? (laughs) I second. All right. See you guys. Bye, team. See ya.